He's what Zach just said was people put so much pressure on themselves to make the perfect post. There is no perfect post. Well, That's hey fair. everybody, this is BJ. And I'm Zach. How's it going? And uh, this is uh, episode, I think, 2.07, I think, is where I'm kind of at. I think we've done this about four or five times, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little slow on the trigger on getting some of these put out, but but they're coming. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, that's I promise. Right. But I, I, they're going to be in sequential order because who knows what we'll talk about this time versus last time. But they're coming. <laughs> For sure. And uh, very little editing. In fact, we actually post the entire episode um, up on YouTube. So if you go follow uh, BJ Murphy 360 on YouTube, then uh, I should have like a little ding here. But then I got to remember I got to edit it and put a ding here. I know. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, but but uh, the whole whole podcast is up there. But we do take little bits and pieces and, and put them on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, that sort of thing. Uh, so a lot of fun things happening. Uh, uh, Zach, one thing that uh, Leith and I were in the office this week and we were going, anytime something comes up that we go, oh my gosh, we got to talk about that. Yeah. That, that we just need to write it down. And so we did that a couple times this week. And one thing I'd like to talk to you about, I haven't mentioned this to you at all, I, I don't believe. And, and that is uh, recently, unfortunately, a small business here in our community, so a small business that I've done business with, they went out of business. and Or, or I'll, at least they, they did a drastic modification of their hours. Gotcha. Right? Uh, and, and what was interesting about it was they went to Facebook – to tell everybody, hey, we're, we're severely modifying our hours. And I was like, dang, I really hate that. And just being a little curious, I clicked on it, and I just kind of scrolled. It was like a month before the last post, and then, you know, a month before then, and then two or three months by, and four or five months by, and then another month. And I went, yeah. they're barely posting once a month, but they they <clears throat> want to use social media to tell everybody they're closing, but they don't want to use social media to tell everybody they're open. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, that's the best. If you're like, hey, I think we need to have the we're closing down clearance sale, mm-hmm. and you're thinking of places to to advertise that. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Were you one of those people that was like, I just don't have time to be posting on social media every day? Because apparently you did. Right. Like, apparently you had time. Because mm-hmm. business would have been better. Well, yeah. I mean, if you you're been, you would have been more busy with business. Yeah. And and had less time. But I have found that even when I'm really, really busy, you know, that is the best time to post. I see you doing that yeah. a lot more than me, and and I think I post a lot. And the truth is, I really don't. I don't post nearly as much as I probably should. Right. But I really hated to see a small business understand that social media is so powerful that you can let your customers know that you're you're going you're going to severely modify your hours or even going out of business. Yet you you don't really understand that same value when you are actually open for business and you want people to walk through and spend their money. Yeah, I mean it's I think it's it's so much they put so much pressure on like the immediate um, impact of using the social media and I think that that's what discourages a lot of people from like getting into it and staying into it is they're they're generally just they're just terrified to get into it because they put so much pressure on making the post. But then right. like when they're, when they're behind the eight ball, they're like, they have no, they have no choice, but to make the post. And it's, no, just, that's, that's, it's interesting. That's a good point. He's what, what Zach just said was people put so much pressure on themselves to make the perfect post. 
there is no perfect post. No. The idea that you can go viral is true. It can happen with a video, with a funny meme, yeah. with something silly. But the reality is most posts are not going to do that. And so people are so consumed with trying to put the perfect makeup on, so to speak, for the business that they forget to just tell the story of the business. Yeah. It's really frustrating to watch. But that's, that's part of the reason why we're doing the podcast, part of the reason why we're out in the market, mm-hmm. that uh, I'd, rather you, I'd rather you sacrifice a little quality to have a lot of other content out there. Oh, absolutely. Like, so if I was to actually, like, just, we'll just go into my personal model because it's what I know. If I was to actually edit every video I posted, I would post probably a third of the videos that I post. I believe it. I believe because, it. Because, I mean, like, so this is like a funny thing. We're recording this podcast, and we haven't pushed out the last podcast. That's right. If I ever did that, I would never ever, that other one would mm-hmm. never make it. Like, I, I right. would be toast. I and it. so, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. So that though. was a jab at me. He's like, hey, you got <laughs> uh, it was I, very we, kind. We need to freeze frame that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, the, the reality is for, for me, and I've said this, I've been very open about it, is I'm trying to figure out our system. And mm-hmm. I mean, this this is all new and it's a lot of content. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a blast doing for this. Sure. And and so for us, I'm trying to figure out what that system is. And we I've actually written out the system. And we're, Aletha, who was just listening to the sound a while ago, make sure this was everything was working good. Um, you know, that we're, we're actually using a mixture of me, her, some virtual assistants to actually do this this model mm-hmm. of getting content out so that we can chop it up in so many different places and put it in different in different formats, whether that's a blog or short clips with captions or the long form on YouTube or, or, or whatever we end up doing with it. Right. Um, but the reality is that's for this show, right? So it's for, for me, that's a little bit different. What yeah. you're doing is just daily on the moment, okay, Hey everybody! It's he, you, no, okay. Here's that. Ready? <laughs> Happy Friday. Yep. Right. Pretty much. That's it. And yeah. then you just kind of rock on whatever's happened, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the a lot of it, and I see a lot of this on LinkedIn because it's a business platform, especially. So people think like, oh, like I got to be perfect on Facebook, so I really better be perfect on the business side, and I better make sure that I better check and make sure my tie is straight for everything because I have to be perfect. And it's no, you don't like you actually get a little bit more out of not being perfect. Like there's more value in not being perfect because it's a lot. I just watched perfect people for 12 years going through school, standing in front of the class telling me I want to see imperfect. Okay. Right. That's, that's where the value is. And that's where you see people learning. So this was an interesting thing this week. I started doing, um, well, you made me get one of these Mevo cameras (laughs) and then, um, I twisted his arm. Y'all heard that, right? Yeah. I was painful. It was like one thirty in the morning, and then I bought it. And then uh-huh. I woke up the next morning, and was like, I think I should, I think I should get the Mevo camera. And I had already ordered it. <laughs> Sidebar. Um, but anyway, I started live stream. So I went. We talked last Friday, I think, or mm-hmm. last Saturday about how I don't have a, I don't have a good Facebook That's right. presence at all. And so I think that was Saturday at ten in the morning. And oh, so Saturday, at, memory than I Saturday at four in the afternoon, I was live streaming on a Facebook yes, page. Were. So I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. But, um, yeah, I mean like, so I started live streaming. I just put like our builds of our machine running and it's like 17 hours long. I just put it on a live stream. It's the most unprofessional, unedited. I'm not even putting a graphic over it. It's just, it's basically a security camera right. just running. I put it up there. Well, some other people saw that I was doing that also in the same industry. So they, the next couple of days later, I get tagged in a bunch of posts from another person. And he's like, hey, check it out. We've got live streaming of our, build, of our printer oh too. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. And so they're tagging me in that. Yeah, and so right. then I get to touch on all those. Right. And it's like, yep. it's great. It, look, I, I've, I've heard this saying before. It's okay to be a copycat as long as you copy the right cat. I know that's mm-hmm. a little cheesy, but the idea is we're taught in school not to look on someone else's paper, right? Right. But in business, the reality is, and certainly if you've got a trade secret and you're patented, I, I 100% agree with that. Sure. But in terms of most of the processes and things that happen, if you're doing something, even in a completely different industry, and I go, hey, I like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. That gets people's attention. It might lead to more sales. Guess what? I'm going to try to figure out how to apply to my business. Your yeah. strategy. Yep. And, and I yep. think we, we, we forget that because as a society, as a culture, we're not really taught that. It, it, it is, at least in school, it's not. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of frowned upon. But in business, the reality is we are moving so fast because of these things and these things no and doubt. these things and that thing. We're moving so fast that even your competitors are watching you mm-hmm. and going the next day and copying it. Yeah, we talked about that last night, I think. We were like, oh, my gosh, look at this. Like Now, right. now everyone's doing video and now everybody's got a person in their thing that's trying to do the selfie. And it's cool. Like I love that. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good to see it. It raises the water level. I want more videos that are like my industry so that I can, I want my industry to be like the highest trending industry on LinkedIn. That would be cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we all win. So, I mean, there it's cool. It, it, it's fun to watch. Um, yeah. It, but you still see like where they, they try to do social media real hard and they'll put out like that post where they're like, uh, happy Halloween. Right. If you need pumpkin. a quote, if you need a quote, cl- click this link though. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get it. We know you're a for-profit business. Mm-hmm. Got it. Right. Can we get a happy Halloween without a... With, right? Yeah. How about, just, how about just tell me happy Halloween? Happy Halloween. Yep. And let me appreciate that for a moment. Yeah. You know what I do. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I don't need to tell you, like, hit me for a quote. I know. Right. You, we've, you've made it known over the last several posts that you're selling something we, I, we're aware I, I connected with a guy on linkedin this past week I, i've been really because but, but i mean the reverse is happening for us i'm getting more into linkedin and i'm trying to get you more into facebook mm-hmm. and the reality is we're both building our, our businesses and our platforms and, and everything else based on that so it's kind of fun to watch because i know a lot about how facebook works and you know a lot about linkedin it's been really neat to kind of feed off that energy but I connected with somebody this past week, and the truth is, we might have some mutual connections, but I really don't know this guy, right? Sure. But and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want to connect with people who are like-minded, who are trying to grow professionally, and I think that's really cool. I try to connect with a lot of students because I, I, I understand that I'm trying to connect with them because they're also going to try to connect with me. So I'd rather go ahead and start those relationships. Yep. But some guy connected with me, and I, let me let me see if I can find this thing real quick. But it was, you know, we've talked a lot about we when you're developing relationships with people, you, you got to first ask. Um, oh, here he goes. Uh, oh no, no, that was that was a different guy. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, um, let's see. Was it was it this John dude? He was like, "Hey, thanks for connecting, BJ." I appreciate it. Well, most seem to talk about themselves. I primarily, I believe in listening to others and leave the room to actually engage in a mutual beneficial conversation. With that said, when you get in front, tell me about you. I like that. Okay. To break the ice about me, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm a financial advisor, 26 years experience, blah, blah, blah. 
Third paragraph, I, I this and I that and I this. Thank you for following. Hey, and I'm an independent uh, wealth advisor. Here's my address. Here's my phone number. Here's my website. And I'm like, man, you haven't even said hello to me. And you're already, yeah. you're like, if I can ever help you, let me know. Yep. I'm like, dude, you got, we got to get to first base first <laughs> before you take me to third. Will you like touch my hand awkwardly at the movies first <laughs> before you're trying to le- lean over and, and kiss me? like. It's, it's crazy because people forget that even though this is a phone, this is a device, it's a social media, that, that we're still human beings and we require a little bit of a relationship where you mm-hmm. go into the, hey, buy this for me yeah. pitch. Which is even like, I'm, now there's still people that are in person that, that are that aggressive too. They're like, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. I've got this great thing. Let me give you a brochure here. And you're like, holy smokes. Right. What was your name again? I didn't even I didn't even say your name three times in my head. And I'm like, <laughs> right. hey, and this guy sells this? Holy snikes. Hey, you have that business card I gave you? Which one? Right? I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think I gave you one. <laughs> we set up this entire podcast idea through instagramming and and linkedin messages yeah still don't have each other's cell phone right. numbers and that's right and uh, but we got we got fixed that but uh <laughs> but but then he, he finally got on facebook and and uh actually let's talk about something real quick uh, yeah. about facebook yeah that this is good um years ago i don't know four or five years ago i was having this challenge because i was in public office and my friends capped out my personal friends capped out at, at five thousand, and that's the way facebook works the personal profiles which at five. sidebar quality there I did not know that you got capped at 5,000 friends on Facebook. Right. And and then you could also have people that follow you. And at that point, I had like 2,500 people. And I'm not saying this to brag or anything. It was just I'd been doing it for a, almost a decade, yeah. close to it. And I was in a public office. A lot of people either want to connect with me or I needed to connect with them for whatever reason. Yep. It was happening a lot. Um, but I got to the point where I was like, it's so frustrating to have be capped. And I, so Facebook was more or less forcing me for good or bad indifferent mm-hmm. to create a business or a fan page right I've, I've never liked the idea of bj having fans right <laughs> but I, I had to create a business page and through that process i had to let people know hey i've created this business page so i can connect with more people and i'm going to call back this five thousand friends to people who actually probably really truly right. know and cut off those 2500 followers so i went through like a month-long process of telling people on my personal profile, hey, you need to come join me over here because I'm cutting the 2,500 followers off. I'm cutting y'all off. I'm yeah, cutting you yeah, off. You're on the list. You're yeah. going. Because yeah. I couldn't see who they were. I didn't know. And I didn't right. have a relationship with them. And uh, so eventually, I pulled the plug on that and started posting a lot of content to my BJ Murphy 360, what I call it now, BJ Murphy 360, the, the fan, page, fan page, right? I really do because I I, I've got a healthy ego, but not, <laughs> not that big a one, right? And uh, so anyway... Um, but when I was talking to you about your personal Facebook page, you know, are you using it to show pictures of your kids or are you using it to to do business or to establish a brand? Tell me about that. Yeah, so like I'm pretty much I'm not on Facebook to hang out with you at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am like my style of the way I'm using it is very relaxed, but right. I'm not really I'm not friending anyone on Facebook so I can like go play cornhole with them mm-hmm. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I mean, like I did, I knew nothing about this. I'm completely Facebook dumb. I mean, I stayed away from it and totally missed that wave. But um, yeah, when you were like, "Hey, why why aren't you using? Why are you doing a personal page?" Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I literally had no idea why. I mean, because it was the one that was already set up. 
Right. But um, yeah, I mean, I totally, I had set up a business account um, for Additive America and we were kind of doing some things on that. And I was kind of realizing like, hey, when I post a video on my personal, I don't get to see, there's no tracking, there's nothing. And Mm -hmm. I'm like- Very few metrics. But yeah, I mean, I hadn't even put two and two together yet that that was why Mm -hmm. until you said that uh, at lunch yesterday. So so for Zach, I recommended that given that he's in a position where he's using his LinkedIn profile to, to share business ideas and concepts and thoughts that on Facebook, he probably should consider using it in a very similar manner. Yep. And, and that is create a business page, use his personal for his wife and kids. And, and I know you might share some of the, the spouse and kids stuff. It just won't be nearly as much because it's a mm-hmm. little bit more intentional to have your business profile. But, but the big thing with the business profile is that he, he would be able and you would be able to see more of the metrics if you got a video that's really cool, good, that, that might, at least in your local market, uh, get some traction, you might go, well, I've put 50 bucks or $100 or $500 behind this video or this piece of content mm-hmm. so that I can share it with more people who typically aren't in my network that right. I still want to possibly reach. And so it makes a lot of sense for you to have that business uh, uh, page on Facebook so that you can do exactly that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's very cool. And I, I've done nothing in terms of ads on there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to learn a lot about that. I've done some, um, I've done like YouTube ads. Have you really? Tell me about that. Oh my gosh. I've never done a YouTube ad. I've done a lot of Facebook. I, I've, I've dabbled in, in a lot of Google ads. Sure. Uh, it's been a long time since I did a, a LinkedIn ad, but I was trying yeah. to recruit at that point. So just it's been a long time, but I'm, I'm well-versed in Facebook ads. But mm-hmm. tell me about your experience with YouTube. Like with YouTube ads, so I've done like Google, like pay-for-click type things with keywords and all that stuff, and that's cool. But you got to like, you got to get the person that's searching the terms, and then you got they got to be in one of the states you selected, and then mm-hmm. your budget's gone pretty quickly. Um, I think I, for, man, this is going to be some good stuff right here. Right. Industry-specific stuff, industry-specific words for what I do, very expensive because there's not a whole lot of words that are direct like that. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of players. Well, there's a lot of players for it, but not a lot of people searching those terms. So the cost per click is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got a lot of uh, it's a tech thing. So you got a lot of deep pockets because a lot of people that run these companies are just really good at finding people to give them money. And so mm-hmm. they're just burning cash. Right. And so they can just kill me because I'm trying to make a profit. They're trying to just like sell to the next round well, of on investors. Your, on your average, on your average uh, spend on YouTube, what have you, what have you done? Oh what man. I, I think I put like 80 bucks, mm-hmm. eight, maybe even 50 mm-hmm. on a video, mm-hmm. 4,600 views. Right. Directed. It was, it was like, a good test. And that's oh, yeah. the way I look at it. I, I do a lot of 20 here, 50 here, just to kind of test. Yeah. And, and if it goes really well, then I'll put in 100, 500, or, or, or even more, mm-hmm. depending on if it's for me or for a client as well, because we right. do a lot of uh, boosting and uh, and targeting for some of our clients. Um, but, but sometimes I will let something go organic for a while, mm-hmm. give it 24, 48, 72 hours, kind of get a lay, hey, is this, is this, is this piece of content going to go? And if I get that sense, and I, you could tell by the metrics, some of it is gut, I'll be honest, yeah. and some of it is watching the, some of the metrics and go, that's it. So when you're posting those, um, are you are you paying attention to when you're posting that video, like what time frame of the day? I, I, I honestly do not care. because, gotcha. and, and I've changed my mind on that over the past two or three years. Mm-hmm. I used to be, okay, it had to be Wednesday at one, between 1 and 3 p.m. <laughs> right. You know, and, and Friday between 10 and 12. Yeah. And it's like, 
what I have found, and I might be wrong, I might be wrong on this, but what I have found that it doesn't necessarily matter what time you post something as much as the quality of the content that you're actually posting. Mm-hmm. I think the quality, I mean, the, 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 the quantity, uh, uh, the number that you do in a day, and the quality of the post has a lot more to do with uh, the, the how well it's engaged with. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that makes a video go viral based on our, the summit we went to is placing two opposite things in the same shot, right? Uh, like a pretty lawyer on a toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just, what? That doesn't go. Right. Yeah. But it caught people's attention. Yeah. And uh, so sometimes you don't, sometimes you can over-create you can you can do too much to try to capture that magic, mm-hmm. and the reality is, I've seen I saw you post a video a day or two ago on LinkedIn. Didn't seem like much on a glance, but had twelve hundred views. You know, like that. Yep. I mean, that's like you know those small little things add up to getting people's attention. So more importantly, because I follow Zach and some of the people in your your industry that I might be friends with, whatnot. My LinkedIn feed is full of three D industrial printing and i'm not even in the business nope right it's it's yeah i know y'all, y'all got my attention gotcha right yep. so it's in it's in my feed and I, I think that's a big part of of how the algorithms work is mm-hmm. it's they'll continue to show stuff that you've already shown interest in yeah it, definitely um something that uh i was actually talking with brent this morning about this because we post tons of videos and we're definitely definitely noticing a pullback on organic reach of videos on LinkedIn and we notice like the more we post it's like it's like they adjust their algorithm to our uh, frequency of posting Mm -hmm. and then it's like we got to like step it up another little level Mm -hmm. like add another one in a day and then we break through that wall it's like they adjust it's like you're playing baseball man and the pitcher adjusts to you and then you got to like change something again it's very interesting and I will say this about algorithms because People have a lot of questions about what what's the best time of day to post to mm. what's the Facebook al- or the Facebook algorithm is changing this week. Whoa, the sky I is falling, that. right? And I'm going, as long as you stay true to your core principles of your business, understanding what's the, the changes in the market, then who cares what Facebook does or LinkedIn does or Google does? Mm. They're in business to get people's attention and to make a profit. Yeah. And you've got to figure out how to adapt and not get so caught up in all the all the nuances of how their algorithm really works. Post good content a lot of times. I promise you'll have some breakthrough moments there. I, my favorite thing in the world is when they change the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, because you know what? I post multiple times a day and you post once a week. Right. So how many weeks is it going to take you to figure out, A, that it changed, right. B, how, how are you going to combat the change? I'm there on day three. You're three weeks down the road before you figured out it's even changed. I'm already like, oh, cool, written words and this many number of hashtags in my post. Yeah, I see, I see a lot of people making this mistake, and it's basically a paralysis by analysis. And, and that is yes. they're so busy trying to read up on all the stuff that they forget that all that time they were reading up all the stuff, we've been over here posting a bunch of stuff. Trying, right? Yeah, failing. And, yeah, testing, right? Spending 50 bucks on a boost or $1,000 or whatever yeah. and, and testing and trying and playing while also listening, you know, mm-hmm. understanding what's yeah, happening. Yeah, read the comments. I mean, right. that's huge. Yeah, it is important. Messaging people that like stuff um, and saying thank you for liking my stuff. I've noticed you've liked a lot of my my content in the last week or so. I really appreciate that. Like, right. Thank you. 
How many times have you ever gotten a message from someone that's like, thanks for liking no, my stuff? I, I never, 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 never. It's kind of like, I don't know, these, these things we used to get in the mail called thank you cards. What is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, before I forget, I want to make sure that if you're listening to this podcast or watching also on YouTube or whatnot, be sure to, to define our social media group, a Facebook group. It's called Social Media yeah. Masterminds. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of people in there. You have to answer three questions to even get in. And I did that on purpose because I don't want... I don't want just anybody to join this particular group because mm-hmm. it's designed so that we can have some of these kind of conversations that we're having in this format that we can have in, in this is on social media. Yeah. So look up yeah. uh, Social Media Masterminds Facebook group. We're even going to have a meetup. I know some people watching listen to this may not be from here, and that's okay. But for those in the greater Kinston, Eastern North Carolina area, we're actually going to have a social media, uh, an SM3 meetup, kind of a follow-up to our social media summit, uh, the SM3 summit. Uh, we're going to do that on Thursday, November 21st at the Big Game Brewer, in the same place we had that Friday night social that All they right had on whole boards. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So we're going to do that meetup. Uh, that's going to be like five thirty to seven ish, kind of whenever. Hopefully they'll have a. Hopefully they'll have get a home at eleven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, because we were out there for a while. Uh, <laughs> but the whole idea is to get is to, is to kind of have some regular uh, regular conversations about what's happening and uh, just continue that that networking piece of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be cool. One last thing I want to mention, and I know you haven't had a lot of experience with it, but I just want to at least broach the subject so that we can start thinking about it more often. Look, you're, how many people work? How many people are full time with Additive America? Uh, one. Okay, with Magic Media News News, the total number of full time people are two, right? Okay. And we're putting out, I don't know, uh, between six and fifteen different news articles a day for yeah. uh, News News, and we're putting out a lot of social media content for not just us but also our clients that we have. Um, so we have a lot of part time contracted help. Mm-hmm. But between our two businesses, three full-time people. Yeah. One thing I mentioned earlier that I wanted to start diving into a little bit more, maybe not necessarily in this podcast, but in future ones, and start thinking about it a little bit more and testing this, because I think this is what we need to do as small business owners, uh, is, is the idea of using virtual assistants. I read a book uh, by Timothy Ferris called The 4-Hour Workweek. And the truth is, I could have read this one chapter and put the book down, because really? it was the one takeaway I got from it, and that is that... The whole concept of four-hour work week seems a little far-fetched for me. Sure, but that was his goal: is to 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 compress as much work in us four hours and let others do the rest of the work for you. And while he traveled the world and stuff, mm-hmm. kind of cool idea, yep. right? But the idea of using virtual assistants makes a lot of sense, especially in the day where you've got these devices and you can connect with freelancers from around the world, from graphic design to video work to um, uh, editing, uh, proofreading, to uh, taking a video, transcribing it, or creating a blog out of it. And so you start thinking about all these different things that we tell people to do. I'm saying that that's what I'm doing. Part of the reason why I'm, it's a little slow on my system in the beginning is because I'm trying to get all these different pieces in the puzzle together. Right, uh, right. And so I'm using some services to do that using virtual assistants. I have found that it's fairly inexpensive, that it helps us it ultimately will help us speed up the entire process. Oh, yeah. And sure. it's more importantly, it's leverage my time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk more about that uh, later. I'm going to dive a little bit more into that as as I have more experience. And the truth is, you'll probably notice it because uh, we'll be putting out more content as we, get, yeah, as we get this thing rocking. Sweet. So it's going to be cool. Any last thoughts? Sweet. Not really, man. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> I was up all night. Working to what time? I, I left the shop at 7 this morning. Right. 
And then and uh, and and what time? <laughs> I, what time do you uh, get to sleep? Seven thirty ish. Yeah, I think I slept from seven thirty to nine. <laughs> okay, so it's time to go. See, so yeah, it's like a what's it? Eleven. Eleven now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh well, look, uh, Zach. Good having you on again. As well. Uh, I'm BJ. I'm Zach. All right, and this is another episode of the Unnamed Podcast. That's it. I guess that's what it's called. <laughs> I like All right, that. Y'all take care. Have a great day. <laughs> See you later.